Welcome to the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, great time is guaranteed. Join the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Luva Marks Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have the ladies along with me today. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Always trust Cap for the sound check. <laughs> so as we're as we're as we're taping this, this is uh, this is Mother's Day weekend. So how how was uh, how was the weekend treated y'all so far? Not too bad. Typical. Good weekend. Good, good, good. And uh, the news. This is going to be a more of a uh, news laden episode than what we normally do uh we should just call it shooting the shit yeah yeah you know we're gonna be shooting the shit on some things um you know we had uh the big big cage match in uh, aew their version of war games was blood and guts we'll talk about how that went over we also have uh we also have um wrestlemania backlash this i guess it's gonna be kind of a preview all the matches haven't been announced but we'll talk about we'll talk about the matches that have been announced but uh, first, uh, is his name Daniel Bryan, or is it going to be Bryan Danielson going forward? I'm assuming that since he's only wrestled in WWE as Daniel Bryan, he, that they own it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's only wrestled as Daniel Bryan in WWE. But uh, you go look at his old ROH stuff, it's Bryan Danielson. His real name is Bryan Danielson. So We all know that. We all watch Total yeah. Bells, okay? I, I do not watch Total Bells. I was waiting for Jenny to come at me because I know for a fact Jenny doesn't, but total Jesus for life. I was just trying to make some enemies there. But Daniel Bryan has been put on the alumni page of the WWE website. Now, I don't know if they're doing that for kayfabe or is he his contract is actually done in WWE, which his contract was supposedly up and he, and he hasn't signed. They, they say he hasn't signed a new one yet. So that leaves. I mean, it's coming from a lot of places, but you never know if they're like, Oh, that's a huge story. We need to have it on us too. Or Mm -hmm. if it's like, if it's just that big. Yeah. I mean, it's big, but yeah, it's, it's uh WWE. They're, they're real. They're not real tight lipped with a lot of things, but sometimes they can be real tight lipped. And Daniel Bryan is uh, the Daniel Bryan situation. Is something they're being real tight lipped on right now. Wasn't it someone, uh, there was someone whose contract expired and they let them go. I mean, there wasn't that John, Ma- or that was well, Dean me. Ambrose. Yeah, it was they Dean were like, John his contract is expiring. He's chosen not to resign. Mm-hmm. And they Didn't made a big they deal. Did they do that with Harper too though? I thought they let his contract expire. No, they had, he had asked for his release and then they made him make up time or whatever. They fucked over Harper for like over mm-hmm. a year. They did. Uh, Cause he, he was like, he wanted his release and then they're like, no, actually you've been hurt. We're going to like freeze your contract for a while. And then he finally was able to get his release, but he still had to wait 90 days. Yeah. Well, see, uh, now the it- other ones that with, uh, Dean Ambrose, you know, he could have showed up at AEW the next day because he just his contract just expired. Matt Hardy did. Matt Hardy did ninety days. Matt Hardy didn't do ninety days. No, he didn't. No. 
He was. Are you sure? Because I thought he showed up at the same time as Harper. Yeah, he, that same night. But Harper was released before Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's contract uh, just expired, and he just went to AEW like two weeks after that. Well, I mean, we weren't we weren't shocked that that's where he was going either. No. No, uh, no. If their contract runs out, they don't have to serve a ninety day. Yeah, and Matt Hardy's contract had run out. It they was, had also kind of added time onto his too. Yeah, they had a little bit of time onto his too, but his contract had actually run out. And when his contract ran out, he was on AEW television in what within two weeks. And it was just so happened that him and him and Brody debuted March on 18th. AEW television the same night. Yeah. When did? Okay, on Mar- yeah, March 2nd, Hardy announced his mm-hmm. departure from WWE through his YouTube channel. Uh, later that day, WWE announced that his contract had expired. March 18th, he's on Don White. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Shade's story is accurate and has been backed by Wikipedia. <laughs> Got that right. If you want to believe Wikipedia, I would much prefer you believe me, but you won't prefer, uh, want to believe me. I'm just saying for those who might doubt you... I have also uh, okay. provided, okay. you know, substantial evidence. The people don't doubt me. I'm just saying. What is this <laughs> new here? If you're new here, hi. Welcome. Press this, the follow button. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but that that brings up that brings up something really interesting. Uh, the word the word going around is that AEW hasn't spoke to Daniel Bryan, but. Uh, you know, they hadn't spoke to Christian or the Big Show either, and they were they ended up there. Um, um, okay, so what a good take, a good hot take that I uh I heard was uh it was on Corey Graves's like after the bell podcast, him uh-huh. and Vic Joseph. The addition of to Vic Joseph to that podcast is honestly like the best thing ever. But they were talking about, like, some interactions that they've had with Daniel Bryan. And, like, they would tell him, like, stories of, like, Corey Graves' uh, brother wrestles and stuff like that. And so they would talk about, like, different things that his brother was doing. He's like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Daniel Bryan, who has main evented WrestleMania. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. That was after Mania, apparently. And so they think... That Daniel Bryan has unfinished business at a place like, like Impact. Impact? I, I don't know if it, Impact will be. I'm just saying, in general, there in general. might be unfinished because Daniel Bryan's wrestled at a lot of fucking places. Well, he's been all over the world. He's been all exactly. over the world. Exactly. I mean, he, he could. I mean, he he could go to Japan. Not that I say. Not that I think he would. Not in this stage of his life with him having two kids and. Things like that, and I, I think he would. He could go to Japan and be be a megastar in Japan. He's a megastar anywhere, but he'd be a, he'd be so over in Japan. Uh, he could probably. I'm just saying, he like I just think the idea of him having like unfinished business, because I mean he's a he has a researched career. Yeah, and you say unfinished business, that could mean ROH. Yeah, that, I think that's what I meant by impact. Yeah, I got. I think I got them ROH. confused. I'm it sorry, I'm not good with the letters, everyone. Please forgive me. <laughs> if if he does go back to ROH, that makes uh, that makes ROH a player again, in my opinion. On, yeah, that that might be because Impact has stepped up huge, and I think that's why I keep thinking of them. Uh, you know, AEW always pulls out big guns. WWE is a, 
always gonna always gonna be there as number one. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Ring of Honor. I felt like was up there, and then it fell. Yeah, Ring of Honor. WWE. They is all poached. went to AEW. Not w- AEW. WWE has poached a lot of There's good Ring letters. of Honor. Yeah, uh, yeah, they poached a lot of Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's uh, talent through the years. Uh, basically, all the undisputed era come from ROH. Uh, Damian Priest, he was an ROH guy. Um, Imagine Samoa Joe goes back to Ring of Honor with Daniel uh, Bryan. Yeah. And I could totally see and that they, happening. And they've put on some more classics. Uh, I could totally see that happening. Those two putting on putting on more classics in ROH. Old school ROH right there is Daniel Bryan and uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, but I won't believe it until I won't believe he's done with WWE until I see him show up somewhere else. That's just that's just my thinking. I, I don't think if he's going. I don't think he's going to be back on the main roster. If he goes back, he's going to be NXT. That was another thing that they had said, like, maybe he wants, like, to do things he's also never done, which opens up NXT, AEW, stuff like that. I don't think Daniel Bryan, I could see where Daniel Bryan would be, like, intrigued by AEW, just because he likes wrestling and he likes teaching. And Lord knows, sometimes AEW needs some teaching. Get that the truth. We'll get to that. But now they have Christians, so I'm not worried about them. Well, but yeah, I just uh, the it is. I just think he's going to want to have matches, matches with guys he's never had matches with before, or matches. I mean, with hey, the that'd guy. be the one to do that. I mean, there's people yeah. half his age there, or matches with guys that he wants to have another great match with, like like Joe, like they did in ROH. I just there. The number of things that could happen is limitless. But also, I could see <clears throat> Daniel Bryan just being done. I could see that, too. And being able to close it out on his terms. I could see that, too. I could well, totally yeah, that. yeah, I guess it is on his terms because he let it expire. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Daniel Bryan is done with pro wrestling. He might be done with WWE, but I don't think he's done with pro wrestling whatsoever. He's got too much fire for it. He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have fought back from the concussion he did, just to say he's done completely. Two years down the road, two three years down the road, he wouldn't have done that. I just don't see that happening. Jenny, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, Jenny? I've been awful quiet. He, I've been listening. I don't really have too much of an opinion, but I the way they talked about him on Friday, constantly they kept his name on that show for almost the entire two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, they knew that was his last match. <laughs> well, no, this is a week later though. He's oh, already gone. Later. I'm talking two days ago on Friday, no, oh, okay. which makes me think he's staying within the company somewhere. That's just, this, I mean, that's just, this is of two days ago. That's where my brain's at. You know, a week later, I keep Slate thinking, has maybe decided this week I couldn't watch SmackDown. So I did not. Cause someday. Okay. So my problem with sling is okay. I guess it's not sling. It's my internet. Uh, my IP address is somewhere like two hours away. I guess, which is great if someone wants to, to like hack me or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it. I don't get their. I get their local channels, and sometimes Fox apparently isn't in their local channels. I don't know. Sometimes I can watch SmackDown. Sometimes I can't. <laughs> and that was oh, especially a week. I really want to watch SmackDown. It's never available, and that was that's what happened to me. I really wanted to watch the throwback episode, and I couldn't. I'll, I'll hook you up. 
I think it's on Hulu. It is on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Do I still have Hulu? It is on Hulu. I still have Hulu. We're fine. Because it was really good episode this week. I was pumped the entire episode. Yeah, it, I, I thought it was a good episode. I thought I thought uh, I thought Friday night was good. Had had a nice little return, and yeah. I mean, and, I was kind of bummed that they took away Dolph versus Ray because I was ready for a barn burner of a match. Yeah. Instead, it was a quick little nothing match with Dominic. No, but... no, that's classic WWE for you. Classic. I was I was I don't know. Words are hard. Okay. Words are awful hard today. <laughs> I t- well, okay, so we have good text, and now we're not going to be able to speak. Because mm-hmm. we got on this call, and we could all hear each other right away. So we knew something was going to go wrong. Go wrong yeah. the, the thing that's going wrong is I'm not able to speak. <laughs> uh, I Honestly, though, I'm surprised that they... I would have waited, for, honestly, for like maybe a pay-per-view for the Jimmy Uso. Yeah, I think there's something coming out of that though. I, Jimmy is yeah. uh, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's definitely there to wrestle his brother away from Roman. He's not there for Roman. Yeah, he and I like that, that take on it. Yeah. I always knew that he was not going to be fully involved yeah. in this whole table yeah. thing. I when Naomi ever gets involved, like maybe he's, he's starting to get into it. Naomi's like slapping his shit. Like no, she's technically <laughs> on Raw though. I guess they are. I guess they are putting people on separate shows now since they're all in one centralized location. All right, I think that'll change once touring starts again. But we don't have to think about that right now. Because yeah. I know that uh, Carmella and Corey Graves have talked about. It. They're like, we're on separate shows, but it's not like how it used to be back in the day, where if you were on separate shows, you saw each other for maybe a day and a half. Right now, you're only gone <laughs> from each other for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, we're fine. We're fine. Just. We're on different shows, and it's a weird schedule. Uh, I, 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 just, I just think it's a little bit of uh, just a little bit of fancy booking this uh, USO Roman Reigns thing. I, I do believe that Jimmy will wrestle uh, wrestle uh, wrestle uh, Jay away. Okay. Yeah, I think it will will wrestle Jay away. I think it's going to happen when uh, Roman's eventually going to physically put his hands on Jimmy for Jimmy bucking up to him. And Do we get a Uso versus Uso match at some point in all of this? Yes, so? yes I, I think we, yes, we sure. Uh, I think it's going to go Uso will. versus Uso first because uh, Roman's not going to like the way that Jim, Jimmy talked to him, right? And he's be like, "Jay, handle this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get Uso versus Uso. That's going to be the Uso. first match we're getting out of this. And I said, we've never had Uso versus Uso, have we? No, we haven't. We're I didn't get think it. so. We're going to yeah, get it. Yeah, I, I kept thinking about that that during the entire show. I was like, God, I kind of want to see this. Yeah, we're going to get. I, Uso I, I need to see these two go up against each other. This is a good way to have Uso versus Uso without mm. them breaking up either, because right. it's hard to break up brothers. Yeah, it's hard to break up a, a twin brother <laughs> tag team. But this would be a way to do it because you pit one. Uh, Roman's going to pit Jay against Jimmy, and uh, it, it's going and that's going to be the first. That's going to be Roman's biggest mistake is to pit Jay versus Jimmy because that's what's going to bring them a little closer together. Right, give you that Wasn't it Jimmy yeah. that made Jay quit? In that I quit match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yes. put, he put his hands on Jimmy. So but, couldn't couldn't Jay blame Jimmy for all that happening to him? See, you missed the whole thing on SmackDown. They talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My ignorance. See, that I, all got. I rehashed. think it's. I think it's going to come full circle. I think it's okay, going to. Okay, I'm glad they're at least bringing circle. that in there because that was a huge thing. 
Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to come full circle. Uh, I hate when WWE just drops things like mm-hmm. they never happen. So I no, think, they're I think they're getting better with their continuity lately. Yeah, yeah, it's all going to come full circle. Uh, Roman's going to put his hands on Jimmy again, and he's going to have Jimmy. He's going to have be choking Jimmy out in that guillotine, and then Jay's going to turn on Roman. And, and then Paul Heyman's going to have the best gift of the century as the reaction yeah. for huge. Yeah, Roman's uh, yeah uh, yeah. Uh, Walrus is going to have the belt, and he's going to he's going to. And when Jay turns on Roman, he's going to drop the belt and cover up his mouth like he does. And it's, it's we talk be... about the art of selling. Uh, that is part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's why that's why Brock is so over because of Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, Paul. <laughs> it doesn't look intimidating until you see Paul Heyman losing his shit. <laughs> yeah, Paul. If Paul gets to the I point mean, where that, he, he worries, people like they're you know. Sack of potatoes. Yeah. But Paul gets Paul gets to the point where he's worried for Brock's opponent, and he does the same thing for Roman's opponent. He gets worried that for Roman's opponent. I do like the history that he has though with the Samoan dynasty. Mm-hmm. That that really played in well with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I think that's where that's I think that's where it's going to go. And uh, but we got a little sidetracked right there with the Roman. Uso. No, but I. I that segued really nice into a nice segment. It did. It did. It segued really nice into the Roman, Roman yeah, Uso. Yeah, you guys deal. should tell us what you think on Twitter at Haluva Mark Pod. Yes, you absolutely should. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. You should. We, we love hot takes. We do. We 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 love. And if we don't like it, we'll put you hot on hot takes. Take down. So win win. Right. Yep. That's why I say we love <laughs> hot takes because I love. Love tearing them Shane apart. Love a good argument. I do. That's I why good we're argument. good friends. Because honestly, me and Shane get along. But there are some things though where I know Shane wants to wring my neck, and <laughs> Shane just likes a good argument. And I'll give it to him. Well, you know, you know, you know, we we've known each other going on three years now. All of us have. Yeah. And we've been known each other going on three years, and uh, it's safe to say, even though we've not met in person, we we are we are very very close as far as like friends go. I, I think the yeah, our entire group are you know we're all really really close. I could I would Jenny's is my will say, guys. I would safely say that we're all really really close. <laughs> Just want to put that out like Jenny's Jenny's See? will. <laughs> Told you we're close. <laughs> she she's getting a prime piece of cat when she <laughs> when I pass. But, but uh, you know there's nothing you know it's not all giggles and happiness with us there's been times we've been we we went at each other but we've always talked it out and we've always said hey you know this is when me and jenny have to talk it out yeah. chances are it's 3 30 4 in the morning and <laughs> we've both been wanting to tell each other the same thing but we're both nervous and then we say it all at the same time <laughs> that's that's happened a couple times yeah it, it i mean it's not all but it happens it that's happens. what makes Communications what makes a good friendship and yes. good, bad, and ugly. We know how to talk it out. Yeah, we know how to talk to each other, and uh, that's I think it's I think it's what makes us so tight is, is that we, we know how to talk to each other. We know what sets each other off too. And, oh, Shane knows how to make me rage oh, quick, real yeah, fast. I know. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? I don't have it. Don't. I need it. Fucking chair. I got it. I I've got quit it. This call right now. I've got it. That's not me. That is not me doing that. <laughs> Mine was in closer reach. Oh, okay. I helped. Yours I helped. wasn't as loud as his. There, I did that one. That's all I'm doing, though. I promise. 
Cannot quit the call, Cadillac. She has quit the call. <laughs> She'll be back. She will be back. I hate every one of you. <laughs> I didn't know when to come back. I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, I have to make a statement, though. The bitches pissed me off. <laughs> We're talking about pissed off. Blood and guts. <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, I didn't yeah. know this. Apparently, there is an interview with Vince McMahon where he... Uh, where it was perceived that he was referencing AEW as blood and guts. Mm-hmm. And so literally, apparently, soon after that, specifically November 13, 2019, AEW files a trademark for blood and guts. And this match was originally supposed to be Inner Circle versus the Elite. Yes. But it, COVID. But COVID. And it was originally supposed to only be a one match like special. Yeah, a one not special. That's what it's supposed to be. And uh it was uh it was supposed to it was originally supposed to be the inner circle versus Cody and all the elite Omega, Bucks and Hangman. Well, you know, that kinda got changed to the stadium stampede match. That that yeah. didn't have Cody in it, but still had the Bucks, Hangman and Matt Hardy. That was a good match too though. I liked it. Yeah, it was a fun match. It was a fun match. If you want to suspend your disbelief that wrestling's a uh Wrestling's supposed to be a uh, serious sport. It's a fun match. With some of the stuff they've done, I just really like fun. entertainment in general. Sometimes it doesn't have to be, you know, the hardest hitting wrestling matches and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you just got. Sometimes it's so good, it's just entertaining. Like, or so bad, it's entertaining, you know? Yeah. And, I just like being entertained, guys. And. But Blood and Guts was supposed to be. It's supposed to be the war game equivalent to. War Games. And it actually has the ceiling on the cage, which is War Games-esque from the old WCW days. Yeah. And, and I like that touch, too, because they don't have, like... did they, Have they had a Hell in a Cell? No. No, this is their first foray into something like that. Yeah. I could see them doing a fight pit match, too. Oh, yeah. That is right up their alley. Well, the cage was put... Uh, the cage was... Really well put together, and the matches, I was say it looked well put together. Yeah, it was. I was, it was like, really even well McFoley together. couldn't go through this. No, it was well put together, and then uh, and you know they start out with uh, Dax and Dax, who is the Arn Anderson of the Pinnacle versus Sammy Guevara, and true to its nature, blood, blood within the first five minutes before the first five minutes is up. Dax gets busted open, and I think everybody, as the time went along, got they busted open. Should have called in this it a match. blade switch match. Yeah, they should have. They just said, "Hey, we're just going to blade. We're going to blade in this match." <laughs> you should uh, totally expect that coming in. It is called blood and guts, after all. Which, which, here's my thing with cage matches. If you should have a little bit of blood with a cage match, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. If you have a cage match, there should be blood in it. Which there was lots of blood in this. Okay, that's fine. It wasn't for the squeamish, but it and the match itself was fine. I thought the match itself was fine until Chris Jericho came into the ring, <laughs> and it seemed like everything slowed down after Jericho got in the ring. Because I actually had to go back and watch this, so I went back and watched it again. I went back and watched it again, and the first when the first nine guys are in there, yeah, they're trying to be. It's actually more like a fight 
yeah, there's Sammy Guevara's trying to do a few. There's a few spots in there, but nothing too elaborate. Not unlike NXT's War Games, where basically everything's a spot fest with a prop. They're actually fighting in there, and then Jericho gets in, and everything comes to a halt. And the whole entire time Jericho's in the ring, he does nothing but walk around with a baseball bat, trying to choke people with a baseball bat. Now I don't know. I don't know how y'all think in a fight or how anybody at home thinks in a fight. But if I have a baseball bat, I'm not looking to choke I'm not looking to choke you out with a damn baseball bat. I'm looking to knock you out with a damn baseball bat. Break a few ribs. Yeah, I'm looking to fuck you up with a baseball Bust bat. Bust your kneecaps. Mm-hmm. And the only way Also the pedicle coming out in all white was very nice. I just see you say that. Yes. The- yeah, they just come out in all white and then uh and then uh the uh, inner circle had uh, they look like a chain gang from a prison and had their local prison stamped on the back of their uh, jumpsuits <laughs> but we, I thought it made sense though to do white gear because yeah. it's like blood and yeah, guts how, what better it. way to show it then yeah they wanted you to see it so everybody but everybody but our buddy Sean Spears gets blood yeah, he, he said he really wouldn't blade. He said he, he he said he wouldn't blade in his handsome face. I don't blame him. I don't blame Jericho him. tried to. Jericho tried to. Jericho tried to open him up hard way. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have it in tow. He wouldn't have it in tow. I don't blame Dilly. He's got he got a pretty wife at home. I don't blame him for not scarring up that pretty face. I I don't blame him. He he got to stay handsome. But uh, the end of this match is where everybody's kind of pissed off at. And I'm gonna give I mean, you. We also talk about the fact that it was hard to stay invested in the match because of all the commercials. Yes, yes, yeah. They had five breaks during this thing. Because I know Why? you and I had this discussion already. Yeah. That if they were gonna have this match, they should have saved it for All In or something, to where yes. it would be on pay per view, no commercials. You could just go through it. Because I know they did like the in picture, mm-hmm. but my brain can't focus on in picture i still get distracted because all i hear are the commercials i don't mm-hmm. hear the stuff going on in the ring so i'm looking at my phone whether or not there's a picture on my screen or not for a commercial i'm looking at my that's phone me. and sometimes i have issues focusing back on it when it comes back to commercials that's me commercials. that's me it took me the uh the constant commercials took me out of the match a little bit because there was stuff happening in in those breaks that was vital to the match because didn't they get out of the cage during the commercial? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But during the last break, Tully knocks out the referee, steals the key, and then lets MJF out. Right, because I had to ask you, like, how the hell did they even get out of the cage? Because I didn't yeah. see it. So yeah. you had to tell me. Yeah. And uh, that's where that's where everybody's kind of, they're kind of pissed off at. And I've got a, uh, I've got a couple of different takes on this. One, you're, one you're, it's, it's a common sense take. And the other, if you was mad at it, you're not going to be any happier with it. But um, MJF gets Jericho up there, and they're up there brawling, and Jericho blades right in front of everybody. As a matter of fact... These aren't very well-hidden blades. No. It's the second time he has been hit by that ring of MJF, and you can clearly see him blading. Well, not only that, but if you go back and watch it, when MJF has him in the Fujiwara armbar, his his finish, the salt of the earth, Jericho's got the friggin' blade in his hand, in his tap-out hand. Like he's in ready to tap out. Jericho's got the blade in between his finger and his thumb. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally looking at look it right now. Yeah, it, he's got it. And Send me what you're looking at. I haven't seen this. Yeah. Hold on. I will. Let me get a better shot. 
I mean, it, it's it's like it's like they haven't done this stuff before. Jericho's been in business thirty years. He knows how to hide a blade. I don't know why he. I don't know what in the hell he's thinking. He's maybe he's getting middle aged and crazy like Terry Funk. But let's take a look at that. Hold on, MJF is biting him right now. Oh, damn it, I missed it. I was distracted by the biting. (laughs) 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 MJF went off. No, go back. Go back. I need, like, two seconds back. So I can get a good, good screenshot for Jenny. Yep, you get that good screenshot. I mean, you see it. I mean, he's got the blade right there in his finger and his thumb. As he's getting ready to tap out, as he's teasing, tapping out, he's got the blade right there. Can I put this in our chat? Can I just paste it in there? Yeah, you can paste it in there. There we go. In the Skype chat? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I just got it. Yep, right there it is. See it? Oh, yeah. And he's got the damn thing right there in his, between his, in his fingers right there as he's teasing, tapping out. You can tell as he's holding it, it's like, where is your thumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like literally you're holding on because it's not a natural hand position to have your thumb just tucked in no no he's got it there oh yeah like, you can when definitely you, like, see when it. you're putting your hand down like i've tried to like make it look natural or seem natural just to you know i'm not gonna diss it but for things i don't know well i do that all the time but Still. <laughs> and MJF pulls out the ring, the, the ring he's won for two straight years where he just opens people up with it, and he and he knocks Jericho out with it, and, and Jericho opens himself up. And then they stand there. Jericho stands there, on, and you could tell it's the spot in the cage that's that you're supposed to go off of. And Jericho stands there for a good 30 seconds while Sammy Guevara is trying to figure out where he wants to, where MJF's actually going to throw Jericho off off the top of the cage or not and then he makes you can tell because there's one spot that yeah. has like okay yeah it's got i'm a... sorry I'm, I'm gonna make myself hate this match <laughs> yes you are uh, <laughs> you, you can just you can just you can it. hear Jer- you can, i just heard jericho call somebody <laughs> yeah you can hear jericho talk to mjf tell him to sell it he's, t- he's telling mjf to milk it and that's what mjf does is milk it and oh, they it, had a whole conversation on yes, the top of that cage. Yes, they had a whole conversation up there. And and these rookies that don't know how to use camera angles, I mean, the, the stuff in the I ring basically say, that stops. That was my biggest problem. It's like, I'm not saying he needs to go in the concrete. No. I don't, I don't I want someone told, to no. die. Right. I just think AEW has all this money. They're, and just common sense tells you, hey, maybe... Maybe a little bit of different angle. We could hide this yeah, a little bit better. You, hide you think you got to get that straight up Mufasa shot? That's what you got to get. Yeah. Not him hitting, and you see I the mean, cardboard. Matt forward. Hardy literally went into concrete one time for the Stampede match. And 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 it, but well, it, wasn't he supposed to be through a table? It was supposed to be, through, supposed a table, to be through a table. I was just saying he's actually gone through concrete. Right. And <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy almost died that night. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why, why we have, still talk about it. Yeah, and and those people that are pissed that Matt Hardy died, almost died that night, are the same people pissed off that Jericho used that they used a like an Jericho airbag. Didn't die, and Jericho didn't die. So you can't make these people happy whatsoever. But anyway, you see Jericho and MJF having a conversation up there. 
Sammy Guevara, it takes Sammy Guevara a good 30 to 35, 30, 35 seconds to figure out where he wants Jericho to die or not. So he says, no, no, we quit. He, we quit. And there's literally at the spot where he got busted off. There's like a little ledge right there. That's like, this is your spot. Yeah. Like literally I look, cause I was thinking at first I was like, Oh, that's just the spot where the ring comes together. Stop overthinking it. But I'm looking around and it's literally just a spot for him to jump off. Yeah. Of. It's a spot for him to take a well, trust I mean, fall. WWE does that too. Um, yeah. But... You can see they put little platforms on top of their, Scaffolding sometimes, but the difference—the right. difference what WWE does and what AEW is doing, WWE hides it very, very well. Right. Yeah. So if you see any big, the only thing they don't hide anymore, and it's just because it's obvious that it's there now, is the footholes. Right. Um, if you see any big fall that the that any of the guys take in WWE, Shane McMahon, or any big any guys any fall any guys takes anymore, they fall into this big platform where you don't see the splat. They go through like a stage area, a darkened stage area where you don't see they and they disappear. Correct? You don't right. see the splat. AEW, I, I, and I realize they are limited from what they can do in Daly's place. I realize that, but there was they could have done that anywhere around the ring. I'm looking up Shane McMahon now, so I can be fully researched. Yes, I mean. <laughs> Look up the Shane McMahon Miz one from 2019 WrestleMania. Oh my goodness, that gave me a fucking heart attack. Yeah. And like, you know, you can tell that they've landed on soft stuff, but the way they film the fall, like I said, you don't see the splat, you just see the aftermath of the splat, where they're clearly laying on cardboard boxes or whatever. That's fine, because like I said, I don't want people to get hurt. I have no problems with the crash pads and stuff. Also, that was a very nice false count anywhere match. Just saying. That was a very good one. Like, yeah. they actually went everywhere. <laughs> I mean... Oh, that was your mania. Woman well, was at mania, but yes. Yeah, that was the year you were in the vicinity. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was involved in mania stuff. I was and you met, like, 30 people. <laughs> we'll call it Paige's mania, because she was actually at mania. Yeah. But he take he he so oh, MJF, I'm watching the yeah MJF yeah. decides to push him off and Jericho just takes takes a trust fall into a big pillow that they have and tried car, to uh, that pillow was decorated and like steel yes it was decorated like steel he takes his trust fall into it the cameras watch him splat you see him fall into this stuff and I'm just like what the hell have they just done I if if I was Running camera there, the shot would it, the shot would have never left MJF. You'd have seen MJF shove Jericho off the off the top of the cage, and that would have been it. You'd have seen you'd have seen MJF the entire time. But no, not AEW. No, not you only can see you, them go in, but it's not close. It's far away. Yeah, it, it's it's camera tricks. It's camera tricks, and it, it, AEW figured this out instead of getting a close-up of Jericho. Not only Jericho splatting, they're like three foot away from Jericho splatting onto the pillow and the fake cardboard, and the uh, fake steel, the cardboard. Yeah, okay. I can see similarities now uh, between the two, technically. Yeah. If you want to get nitpicky about the two. Nitpicky dick. They're picky dicks. W That's what we are. WWE has done this same stunt for years, but they hide it better. They hide it much better than what Honestly, AEW in does. this moment, I didn't notice the part where, like, the mat 
like fluffs out from the cardboard. <laughs> you know, like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> I I never noticed that in the when I watched this. I'm just thinking about. I, honestly, in this moment, I was probably pissed about how Shane got that pin. <laughs> In that moment, that's probably what was happening. <laughs> but yeah, WWE has done this same thing for years. It's just they do it better. And not only do AEW show the splat, they go they zoom in on Jericho's face where he's freaking talking and smiling and laughing to all that the That was so fun, man. To the ringside crew like he's that done something special. Great. Ratings are gonna be off the charts, man. <laughs> Think we hit the demo? Yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah, oh, he, he just lands. We for sure hit the demo. For <laughs> the demo. That's what he says on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho's one of the greatest of all time, and we can't take that away from him. But no, no, but he has no. become an absolute mark for himself. Mm-hmm. He is such a mark for himself nowadays. In a nowadays. good way, though. In a good way, but he is such a mark for himself now. But that's why everybody's pissed off at AEW. Pissed off at AEW. And and here and here's my thing. Do you want? Him, I mean, the man's fifty years old. Do you want him to fall through four tables and land on a concrete slab and possibly fucking kill himself? Or would yeah. you? Or would you rather him be safe? It rather be everybody be safe, and they do something like that. Now, could they hide it a little bit better to preserve the immersion? Absolutely. But the ultimate goal is to keep everybody safe. To keep what from the Matt Hardy thing from happening again. There's so, not a little thingy. No, okay, so the little okay, so the little platform thing that's in the AEW match is not there for Shane versus Undertaker. Just saying. No, no, because Shane just, goes because they show the underside of the cage, like they shoot up, and you can see that he's mm-hmm. standing just on the cage. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> But after that, sorry, call, I enjoyed this match until we started talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you, I start talking about it, and I, and I point out everything. Yeah, I point out everything. Even oh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say even the one they posted on the internet has a uh, picture in picture. I could see why that's a, so fucking aggravating. It's very aggravating. But I, you know, AEW fans, you can be pissed off if you want to. And it does take you out of the immersion a little bit, but you know your guy is safe. Do you want to get? Do you want to go to a wrestling show to see somebody get murdered, or do you want to go to the wrestling show for a story? I mean, I want to go and see the illusion of somebody getting murdered, yes. which is what we lost with yes. the camera angles. We lost the illusion. Yes, we got took out of that immersion. It is all about suspending disbelief, mm-hmm. letting reality go for just a couple hours, and enjoying it. I'm going to throw that one out there. You have to enjoy it. Yes. Because, you know, everybody knows, you know, I'm going to say it. Wrestling is somewhat predetermined. That's the fake side of it. But the athleticism is really there. The athleticism is there. The bumps they take are real. The uh, predeterminedness, there is a script they do follow. But then there is the movements within it all, though, with the bumps being real, that they are doing it to keep each other safe. And sometimes it can look hokey. Mm -hmm. And whatever, but just suspend your disbelief and have fun. Don't be the nitpicky dicks like we're doing right now. Well, <laughs> I'm only nitpicking it because little thing. I'm only I mean, nitpicking it because it's yes. obvious. It well, was yes. obvious. Was big things be nitpicky, but yes. every little move and spin and slip 
you know, not everything has to be a botch. Sometimes accidents happen. And so I got texted you right after, right after the splat, and I said, obvious, obvious crash pad was obvious. Well, I texted somebody else. I was like, by God, he fell through cardboard into a crash pad. <laughs> Doing my best JR impersonation. <laughs> but like, my thing with that match, though, if your lead commentator has to say that wasn't pretty multiple times because someone slipped and fell, mm-hmm. you've got a little bit of an issue going on. Yeah. Because I don't know how many times I heard JR say, well, that wasn't pretty. Because, you know, Sammy slipped off the ropes yeah. or somebody Sam- tripped through the ropes and did something. And Sammy come closer. Sammy Guevara come closer to dying than Chris Jericho that night. When he took that tumble off, the, when he done the springboard off the rope and he landed on his damn head, he come closer to dying than and Chris now, Jericho. And did they completely gush over a coast-to-coast? Yes, they... Was it, was it just an everyday... Because I was... Uh, I think this has been after a commercial, so I wasn't paying attention. Was it a flippy coast-to-coast or was it just your normal yeah, everyday... Yeah, just a normal everyday coast-to-coast. Well, I bet, because they were like, oh, I just remember them going, oh, that was so athletic and amazing. Like, oh, I bet Shane McMahon feels really proud right now. Yeah, Shane McMahon's <laughs> loving really this shit. They're over coast to coast because RV, a young kid did one. Somewhere RVD sitting, somewhere RVD is, uh, he, he's somewhere sitting watching this and saying, yeah, if I didn't come up with it, Sammy Guevara wouldn't be doing it. Right, because I, mean, I just think of, because that's kind of Shane McMahon's thing, is he always does a coast to coast, and at his age, it's, I think, is impressive. Yeah, RVD. He can't do it at his age anymore. I mean, RVD is the originator of the Coast to Coast, but he can't do it anymore at his age. But Shane can. Shane get out there and do it. So I, I kind of found that funny that they were gushing over a Coast to Coast. I'm like, God, Shane McMahon's sitting somewhere smiling about all this, calling it athletic and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's going, I still got it. Yeah, he, he started, I, I still got a chant in his own house. He had his kids get involved. This is the, hold on. I'm try, I have another screenshot I need to prepare. <laughs> what is this oh lord is that where they're having a the conversation up there no hold on i'm that showing you the, the platform the, though yeah the ledge <laughs> yeah that's the platform that's the spot where it tells jericho to get on so he can get he can take the trust fall it yeah. looks like a folded up gym mat but i don't think it is but that's just what it looks like it does look like a folded up gym mat Cadillac's giving us something else. <laughs> and the other side doesn't have it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see it there. Yeah, I see the little ledge right there. Yeah, where Jericho stands on. Yeah, he has to have Because I, I waited. I did the shot. Okay, so there's a shot of the other side of it, like, uh, like, few, like a few seconds ahead of that, and you don't see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't see that little spot they've got, uh, the little spot they've got there for... At, Basically says Jericho, get it to step here. Should have had a little X on it. That way Jericho knew to step on it. But he was in his spot. He was in his spot to take the trust fall. I guess I would. I guess I wouldn't be so mad about it if WWE hadn't already been doing big spots like that for, for so like long twenty years that. and longer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you got to think this is AEW. Still, AEW hasn't been around two years yet. AEW yeah. is still, well, they're, right a, they're still rookies. They're still green doing this. Oh and, my uh, god! Do you hear the com- have you ever read the comments on this YouTube video? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's filled with nothing but uh, hate, love, and love, and uh, everyone understanding each other and accepting everyone's mm-hmm. opinions. Yes, um, that asshole chant brought a tear totally to my eye. For a few seconds, I was eight years old watching Raw. Okay. They thought that was like watching Raw when they were a kid. 
Yeah. Um, no. No. Yeah, and then okay, so some people are like, "Wow, AEW loves crash pads." <laughs> they do. That's that crash pad Jericho's went through in about a month. Yeah, but everyone else is so nice. <laughs> what is this? It's AEW people. It's AEW AEW fans are that cheer anything. At least that's the going. word that cheer anything. And if you're an AEW fan and you didn't cheer this, I do apologize. But I, I I seen this and I was like, oh my god! They botched another one. They botched another big thing. First they botched the uh, explosions, <laughs> and now they botched this. Gilbert. So I wonder. So does this become like okay? So you know how like WWE they have like their big ones, and you know even AEW has like you know all in, all out, all about. Uh, like, do you think this becomes like a standard like? pay-per-view after this it would have to if they're gonna ever have a match like this again because the this technically wasn't even a pay-per-view no i I, th- I think it becomes a i think it becomes something and the, it becomes honestly, a yearly the event. biggest complaint of this and going forward because things are opening up uh going forward this being a pay-per-view would get rid of i would say 50 percent of the complaints which were the ads and the pre-records. Yeah, that, that's what bothered me more than the finish itself was the ads and the pre-records and things like that. That's what bothered me more than anything. Uh, yeah, I think that... We're just uh, punching it picky dick, so we have to, you know, content. Content. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's where, uh, that's where I got bothered at was all the breaks. And I do think it becomes a pay-per-view or a some sort of yearly event that they do every year, every 18 months or something like that. Something They got to do something that they just can't build up to it like, you know, like a five-week build like this was. This is kind of hot-shotted because because they hadn't even had to be, they hadn't even had any matches with the, with the uh, Pinnacle yet. So this is kind of a hot-shot, kind of a little hot-shot deal. But uh, That was kind of, that was something I was reading that like with the original match was supposed to be Inner Circle versus Elite. It was supposed to be the closing of their feud, mm-hmm, right? Yep. And then now this is like the very first thing they've ever done. Right. So how does the baby? So so my question is, as uh, the inner circle is now baby faces, as baby faces, how do you come back from this? I mean, where do you even take a feud from this? You right. basically did your blow off in your first match. Right, you did your blow off in your first match. So as baby faces, what happens now with the baby faces? Where does the inner circle go from here? The pinnacle. Pinnacle at, at rightly show rightly so should have won the match because it's their first big match as a group. So they rightly won the match. But what happens now to your babyface group? Do they leave and go away and then come back and fight the Pinnacle again? When the Pinnacle's done to outsmart you and whooped your ass one time, you want more? I mean, what happens? Do you go on to fight the Elite? Which that shouldn't be a reward for losing the biggest match of AEW's history. I mean... What happens? I don't know. I mean, the, the, as baby faces, you're now stalled. As a baby face group, the inner circle stalled. They have nothing now, and that's my problem with having your having a blow off as your first match. See, see if they would build this up properly, the heels would have lost, and. The uh, inner circle, babyface inner circle, could have went on to fight the elite, maybe. But now that's out the window because the elite and the pinnacle are both heels, both heel factions. Unless you want to put heel faction against heel faction, and 
you're going to cheer for the elite because of the Bucks and Kenny Omega. I I just don't know. I don't know where they go from here. I don't know. I mean, I obviously don't watch. So I really I really don't know, but I guess we'll just see where it goes. We must have to see where it goes. But that's not the only thing we had. That's not, that's the only thing we that's not the only thing we had to look forward to this week yet. Uh, this week coming up, at we have uh, WrestleMania backlash. Got a pretty solid card so far. There's still a whole week of wrestling to go. Uh, and I'm sure they're going to add more matches because there's only five right now. Yeah, that's I, they've had time to build this thing up. We should have more of a card than what we do, but they do have five pretty solid matches. I, mean, I right think now. I think the card is built. They just haven't announced the matches yet. Because I'm sure there's going to be something with Nia and Shayna versus either Natty and Tamina or Lana and Amir or both. There's either going to be some sort of triple threat match or some sort of women's tag team match. I would think Apollo Crews. Well, Apollo Crews really doesn't have an opponent, does he? They seem to be building him and Kevin, so I don't know if they do a rematch with E or they do something with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now they just have their bit like the the big titles. I'm really looking forward to uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey. I think that's going to be an excellent match. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be an excellent match. Uh, the triple threat with um, the triple threat Braun. Bobby and uh, Drew. Um, I think it's just tailor made for Braun to be beaten again and Bobby hold Bobby to hold on to his belt because I don't because WWE doesn't want to beat Drew two pay per views in a row. I have been seeing that Braun people are wanting Braun to win it, so then it's Lashley chasing 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 chasing, chasing. chasing. God, going back into SummerSlam. But I don't know about that. I don't see them putting it on Braun. I don't see them putting it on Braun either. I just really don't because they've had I many of opportunities. There should also be Braun. something for the the broken part of the hurt business too. Yeah, there is. They're going to be wrestling each other and probably be on. They'll probably be future endeavored next week. <laughs> uh, see, we got uh, we got both women's. Uh, is it uh, is Rhea Ripley defending her title on some? Yeah, Oscar and threat. Charlotte. Oscar and Charlotte. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sonia. I've never been disappointed in Sonia Deville before, except for last week. Oh boy. We got. I mean, she's becoming a heel backstage role to the babyface Adam Pierce. So no, no. See, I mean, I love the role, but just why Charlotte? Because everyone's saying that she's going to take the title off Rhea. No, I don't think she's going to take the title off Rhea. If anything, she's going to be one to take the pinfall. <laughs> Which I mean, make me I don't know when this movie is that she's supposed to be filming is, but she just needs to go away and stay away. She really does. She really does. She needs to go away, stay away, and po- quite possibly never come back to pro wrestling. Just stay in movies. Movies I won't never watch anyway. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't particularly care for Charlotte Flair, but I'm not telling her to go away. I am. Okay. <laughs> I just want her to go away. I just want her to go away long enough to that way when she comes back, people appreciate her when she comes back. Not stay away for three or four weeks and then come back with even more go away heat because she didn't stay away long enough. That's what I. That's what I'm wanting for Charlotte. I don't want. I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte is a fantastic talent. I just think she has. She's got. She has been so overexposed to the point nobody wants to see her. I think that's what it is. That's how I feel about her. If, she's if so they keep overexposed. Her out of the title I don't want to see her. I'm okay with her being around. Just keep her out of the damn title picture for five minutes. Well, here here's the thing, because you've got all your women on two two separate brands. You only have uh, a handful of women that actually can that actually end the title picture at any point in time. That's why we need the shakeup. And, and 
she's always going to be in a title picture because of that, because you have two separate women's championships. She's well, always going to be there. They're probably for sure announcing the shakeup as an ad during Backlash. Oh, it has to happen after Backlash. Because it usually ha- it usually happens after the pay-per-view, after they release everyone. Well, they usually do the shakeup before the next pay-per-view, but they'll keep some matches on that pay-per-view mm-hmm. from the different, from like the old brands that people were on. Because I know a few years ago, it was supposed to be Jericho and Owens. They had moved Jericho to Raw. Or no, they moved oh, Owens they to SmackDown. They did that to move the title over to the, to the right. other show. Right, yeah. They moved Owens to SmackDown because I saw Jericho on his final Raw. Because he was either going to be moving to SmackDown to face Owens, or because he was going to win the title, so he'd be moving to SmackDown or something. But he ended up leaving because it was Fozzy stuff. Yeah. But, and he hasn't been back since. No, hasn't been back since. He's been, he's been, uh, uh, was it, uh, been diving into crash pads. Yep. Also, I'm surprised that there's going to be no fans for this one. Uh. It's, they're doing it for SummerSlam. Save it for the Big Four for right now. Okay. Yeah, they're I, mean, going, they're... I think this is probably too soon to book a venue. They probably couldn't get anywhere and yeah. be able to set stuff up. Yeah, we're going to have fans. Well, they're doing it at the Thunderdome. Right. I mean, that's why most people were pissed about Flashback Smackdown because they didn't tear down the Thunderdome and put up the fist. I'm going, really, people? It's just a stage. The uh, they could have tried. Oh, I've seen that stage. They could have fucking tried a little bit harder. I'm just saying. <laughs> because think about it, they would have to ship the fist from Connecticut or wherever they've got their I'm warehouse. I'm not saying put the fist up. I'm just saying it could there there's a better way to do it. Because I mean, it just I don't know why they would have to tear everything down and then they'd have to put it I'm right back tear up. Everything down. I'm just saying, especially with like the effects and stuff, let a smidge of more effort would have been better. It yeah, didn't. I mean, we got the CGI fist. I thought it looked kind of cool. And we got Michael Cole in a Vince McMahon blazer. Yep. We got the that. blue ref shirts were back. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, had, I had fun with SmackDown. All right. I, I've got an unpopular opinion for you. Uh-oh. Yeah. Michael Cole is the greatest wrestling announcer of all time. Woo! I don't disagree, actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't want... Maybe not best, best, but... He's best. not bad. He gets a lot the of best. hate. He does get a lot. I feel like Cole gets a lot of a lot of undeserved hate. I mean, Cole, for someone who's never set foot inside the ring, came from a journalism background, he has really grown himself into the role mm-hmm. that he has now. Yep. I feel like yet uh, Michael Cole is my, he might just be the best of all time. I I'm just putting it out there. He's he's been there for how long has he been in WWE? Thirty plus years. At least, because yeah. he went from like backstage interviews mm-hmm. to commentary to. Yep. Michael Cole might be the best of all time. So when does it that when does when does it end for Michael Cole? Because he's been doing it for what twenty five years. Thirty plus years. Thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been in the business for at least thirty plus years. I don't know about commentary, but. I think uh, I think it ends for Michael Cole when he gets uh, he finds somebody to take his place. I don't think he's found that person. Well, who yet. do we think takes his place? I think the only person that honestly makes sense to take like a lead role like that is the only other person that's still around that's been doing it that long is Corey Graves. Well, he's been looking. But regardless of what you think about Corey Graves, I think he's he's pretty decent at commentary. Yeah. Oh, he's hysterical. His one-liners are some of the best I ever hear. Uh, Heenan-esque. 
But uh, he, I, th- I feel like that uh, Tom Phillips, Tom Phillips might have been one to take yes, Carter's place. Yes, I love Tom Phillips. Tom yeah, they need to bring him. Someone that has the longevity that they would look for, for to do what Michael Cole does backstage too. I mean, Tom Ma- Michael Cole's in charge it. of like NXT announcers, everyone. I mean, yeah. I'd say Tom Phillips would be it if they would leave him in a role <laughs> instead of yeah. pulling him off and sending him to UK, pulling him off and sending him to 205. Uh, I mean, I mean, Tom Phillips is probably my favorite commentator ever. Uh, yeah, they tried Vic Joseph in that role, but I, but he had it was like having it was like two rookies out there during the Raw when they had Dio Madden out there trying to. Do color. Yeah, that that group of Dio, Vic, and King just did not work. Mm-mm, it was it King that was the problem, though. King's always a problem. King's been a problem for a long time. They didn't have the seniority of it, though. Uh, uh-uh. no. So I think I mean, that's not King's role. I mean, he's done it forever, but that's his role is to bust out the one-liners and the have the stories of the past and. That's his role. He's not the lead commentator. So even though he's got the seniority on commentary out of that group, mm-hmm. it wasn't in the right role. It's kind of like what they've brought in that new guy. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. They put him in the wrong role on Raw. He should not be lead commentator. Yeah, I feel like he's He should be in the Corey Graves or the Byron seat, at least until he learns the business. I mean, talk about being thrown into the deep end. I know we've had this conversation already, mm-hmm. but God, I would not want to be him. To come yep. from baseball, and then all of a sudden you're having to call wrestling matches on the biggest show of the week. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. They made that change too soon. And they put him on the big show and the big seat. <sighs> With no training. Yeah. No, but he's got Corey, though, so Corey bails him out on a lot of stuff. He really does. Yeah, he's got Corey, but though. He's, he's got, got the he's personality got for it, and he'll get good. I fully believe in him, but he just—he needed to start in a different seat at the table and work his way up. He need to be—he—he he need to be doing main event for a little while, learn how to call matches. He need to be doing main. Oh, event. There, that is one of my. I was going to bring up that at the end of the show. One of the positive things is that there, the WWE might not be fully invested in uh, main event, but the people on main event are really putting over some of the best promos right now. Well, the main events where you, it, uh, it's like uh, it's like the Usos talked about whenever they were uh, they were coming up in WWE, that you wanted to be on main event because you could actually work on main. You could work 10, 15 minute matches on main event because you didn't have the you didn't have quite the time restriction as you do on the main show. You had more time to tell a story, and you had time to learn. And that's uh, that they said their time doing superstars in main event was some of the some of the best wrestling they've ever they've ever done. Because they learn so much doing superstars in main event. My thing with superstars in main event right now is like it's not to me WWE's fault. People just don't watch it, yeah. and that's their fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. I mean, don't, everybody people don't watches the AW YouTube shows. It's the same damn shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what's the difference between? I mean, I know it's only like two matches on main event or superstars, as opposed to like a whole show. But still, if you want to support the people instead of saying they're being you know, shafted to the show, watch the show. Put wow. your eyes on it. That's when, what they need. When See, when Superstars was the thing, I watched Superstars every week. It come on every Thursday. I, I used to watch Superstars every week. Now, main events took that spot since Superstars went away. But I used to watch Superstars every week. And it, it you always seen, uh, like, uh, back during the time it was still going, you always seen Zack Ryder. 
Y'all always seen Ted DiBiase. You seen like Trent. Uh, you seen uh, uh, Trent Beretta. You you seen guys you didn't you didn't get to see on Raw most of the time. You got a lot of great Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler matches on there where they were against each other. Where they as a tag team, they worked together. I bet a thousand times on superstars. And Probably. those matches were fantastic. And I mean, that, part of something they used to do that was better though is they used to tie these shows into the weekly shows. Mm-hmm, they did because like they used to have title matches. Because it wasn't Christian's last match, or what he was supposed to get a title shot against Big E on Superstars or Main Event, right? But he ended up having to retire. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be a freaking icy title match on Superstars yeah, or Main they Event. They used to have title matches. They used to have U.S. title matches on Main Event or on Superstars. You, they used to have Intercontinental title matches on Superstars. They used to be canon. And people just didn't care. People didn't care enough to watch it. Right. People stopped watching it, so then therefore they stopped caring about producing it, really. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's just the dark matches before the shows being taped and put on the internet. On uh, Yeah, put on main event now. Yeah. And I thought, well, Hulu's about the only place you can watch main event now. I think it might yeah. be on the network, but Hulu's about the only place you can watch it. Current a uh, current week of, week of main events. That's it's it's a real travesty because I know those I know those guys use main event to be guys or girls use main event to become better because they can actually go and tell a story. This is where we as fans are failing though. We need to start watching it more. Yeah, and putting the numbers out there, and then maybe they'll start bringing it back to where it should be. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised too if I've live still thing. I'll just be real honest with you. I think it's, I mean, I kind of am the same way too, but I think it's just because they have so much talent that they mm-hmm. need somewhere else to put them. They need somewhere else to put them. Uh, they hired all these cruiserweights and they're still hiring more cruiserweights. And, but again, that's kind of a thing where we are failing it by not watching it. Cause yeah. I admittedly, I don't watch any of it. I, I, I tell you, I don't watch any of it because it doesn't have, it doesn't have, here's the reason why I don't, I don't watch it because it doesn't have established star power on it. Where Dark, Dark will actually put established star power on their shows. Even though it's in the squash match, they still put established star power on their shows. Main event and 205 Live, they don't care to put star power on these shows for the most part. Because they know no one's going to watch it. Right. They throw a bunch of guys out there you've never heard of. So why do I want to watch? Well, I mean, you want to say established star power, though. One of the newest main event episodes is Jinder Mahal versus Jeff Hardy. That's some established star power. Right. But, but yeah. But, no, they don't advertise it. Right. I mean, that's it. I think that's what they need to start kind of working I'd on a little bit more. I'd watch that match. I'd watch that match, but they don't advertise it. They didn't advertise yeah, no, the I fact need, that Jinder fought Matt Hardy. It. I mean, you got two former world champions on the main event. What the hell? And I think they're building some new faction with gender, too, on this main event. Like, they did a lot of crap on this week's main event, but... No one's gonna watch it. No one's they gonna don't watch it. it. Yeah, because they don't know about it. They just don't know about it. How many more backlash? How many, did we get all the backlash? No. Oh. We didn't talk about Roman and Cesaro yet. Ah, Roman and Cesaro. Is it really? It, I mean, it, it's Cesaro's first title match. We'll touch on this real quick, and we we'll get out of here. Cesaro's first title match. Nobody expects Cesaro to win. But what I no. want to see from Cesaro, I, I want to see Cesaro give it to Roman. I want to see him put Roman in jeopardy. I want to see Roman barely survive. And I, I think, think that's going to be what happens. And I think it's what's going to happen too, because they've done a good job of Roman barely surviving over the last three months with this champion, last three or four months with this championship. 
But I want to see Roman barely survive. See, I think it's going to take the crumbling of the table yes. before Roman loses the title. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think Jay. I think the Usos have to turn on Roman before Roman loses the championship. I think it's going to happen in SummerSlam. You can't even find main event on Peacock unless they show the episode. You have to click the episode, hit more episodes, and they haven't uploaded anything since April 22nd. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, they might not just... They got to remember, though, they're still building the library on Peacock. Yeah, they're still building the library. But that's, they got to be better than that, though. I mean, and, they, and I mean, it could also be if they've got to deal with Hulu... Peacock might not be able to get the stuff. Well, that's until, what like, was on later. That's what was on the network. Uh, who they should at least list the show in their shows. Like it's not even listed as a show. Yeah, it's not even listed as a show. They have heat on here. Well, see, that's old library stuff, though. Yeah. They've actually they've put a lot of the library up there with, recently. I think every season of Raw is on there now. Edge and Christian show, Swerved. They've got a lot of the stuff on there now. I was really surprised at how quick they got all that up. But Kat, do you agree that Roman's going to win? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, just, I feel like Cesaro's got to give him... They've got to make a threat out of Cesaro. So I think this is the match they they really make Cesaro a threat. This, I agree. Yeah, Cesaro's going to come like within an eyelash and win the championship. And it's going to be because of some chicanery pulled off by Jay Uso that he doesn't win the title and Roman holds on. That's how I think it's going to go. That's how I think it has to go because you don't want Roman dominating your next challenger. And Roman's been way more vulnerable as a heel than what he ever was as a baby face. In my opinion, as a baby face, he was like Superman. He was John Cena 2.0. He was John Cena 2.0. You couldn't, you couldn't stop him. But he's way more vulnerable as a heel. And I think it's a lot better for him to show that he he does know how to sell. That it's not just move, 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 move with Roman. He is very meticulous. He, he, he does tell a great story. And Roman's really coming to his own as a, uh, as a performer. And do we all agree across the board that Lashley is going to win? Yes. Yeah, yeah Lashley's going to win. Which is, which is, uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Lashley. You know, Lashley's my guy, and I think he should hold on to the belt forever and ever. But what uh, about Raw Women's Title? Sorry, Raw Women's Championship. Uh, yeah, Rio's gonna hold on. I don't think there's gonna be any title changes in this in, in in Backlash. Oh, I do. We haven't talked about that match yet. Cat, do you think Rhea? Oh, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that might be that might be the only one. Yeah. And then Bailey versus Bianca. Bianca's going to retain. Yeah, I could see it going both ways, though. I don't think they're ready to take it off of Bianca on her first defense. And then Dirty Dogs versus Mysterios. There's the match you think the Dirty Dogs or the Mysterios finally beat the Dirty Dogs. I mean, I always think the Dolph Ziggler's going to lose his matches, so yes. <laughs> They've surprised me twice, but well, I think so. Yeah, WWE just puts over the fact that there's never been a smaller son tag team champion. Way Which too is exactly much. the reason why I think mm-hmm. they're going to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, they probably will. They're probably going to pull the trigger on that, even if or not. It'll be one of those deals they hold on to it for 24 hours and then lose it back to the Dirty Dogs. Nah, see, I don't think they're there. See, I'm just I'm such a they treat Dolph wrong, so he never wins. I think they would put the titles on the profits again before they ever put them back on the Dirty Dogs. 
But that's just the way my brain works. You could be right about that. It could be they hold on to the championships too, and then lose it the next night. You know, you you never know with WWE how they how I they know, how they want to. Do aside that from Royal Rumble, this is the first time Dolph Ziggler has been on a pay per view in a year. Jesus, he hasn't been on since Extreme Rules last summer. That's terrible. That's just that, that's just terrible. Cat, do you think Mysterios or dogs? I'm gonna be the opposite. I think they're gonna retain. I mean, I want them to retain. I just don't see it happening. So, back. That's our prediction for right now. That's our prediction for right now. Yeah, we'll we'll add them on. We'll add them on to uh, Twitter as we get more matches. So just pay, uh, so go follow our Twitter if you don't already. That way you know what we think. Um, and I think next week we're going to do a tier list, a finisher tier list. Well, no, next week will be the review. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Next week's going to be Backlash Review. And in two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, finish your tier list. Now, what I need you all to do on Twitter is to send me your, fa- your, most, your favorite finisher. Send or your, finishers. Or finishers. Several. You can send me a list of finishers, or you can send just one your favorite. And we're going to do it. I'm going to break these down, and we're going to break these down and do a tier list on them. And where that tier list uh, is going to be, uh, you know, we're going to rank it from like uh, impactful to stylish, all the way down to entertaining factor. En- entertaining, yes, all the way down to never do this again. You need a new finisher. You need a new finish. Never do this move again. And that's that's what work we're on it do. in the PC. Yeah, <laughs> work on it. Go back to the PC. But that's what we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks, and uh, hopefully we can. Uh, have a little bit of fun with that. If you guys uh, get involved on Twitter, we have some fun with that. Go follow us on at uh, Pod. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to get out of here. Y'all enjoy. Oh, to end on a positive note, positive since note. I feel like this has been a pretty negative episode. <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel like it's been too negative. And we, I, I know we've been... We've, We've really we have been trying to end on positive notes. I really like when we do this. But anyways, I, my positive note is everyone should go listen after this to Walter on After the Bell. Just saying, it's it's he has a beautiful accent. It's great. <laughs> and if you like old if you like old school wrestling, you will like this interview. I was just getting ready to say if you want to hear if you want to uh, learn a little bit about. About old school wrestling, go listen to Walter because that dude is that dude. You can just tell by his ring style; he is old school as he can get. So. Yeah, that's the that's just the positive thing, a highlight, you know, like a in this weekend awesome type thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. You have a uh, have a great week of wrestling and uh, have a great backlash. We'll see you next week with our. Review of Backlash. Till then, see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Haluva Marks Wrestling Podcast. Please follow, like, subscribe, or rate us on your podcast platform of choice. The best way to support our podcast is by word of mouth advertising. And best of all, it's free. So please tell your friends about us. You can also follow the pod on Twitter at Haluva Mark Pod. And on YouTube at Halubamark Wrestling Podcast. And you can follow me, Cadillac, at KitKatCadillac on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. You can find me, Jenny, on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Super underscore JJ11. And on Instagram at SuperJ underscore Photography. And you can find your boy Wrangler 
Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Shame Wrangler.